Welcome back to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. Our mission is to share what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit FreeWholesaleCourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys, I think we all can agree that estimating repairs can be tricky, especially if you're new, right? So there's lots of different ways to go about determining your repair estimates. It can also vary depending on the location of the property, the type of property, uh, where the property is located. It can, it can vary based upon the exit strategy as well, right? So are you planning on wholesaling it? Are you going to fix and flip the property? Are you going to keep the property as a rental, right? So on and so forth. Estimating repairs is difficult. I struggle with it still to this day. And I think a lot of individuals that are getting into this business are really struggling to determine those repairs as well. I have a solution for you guys. Head on over to dpipodcast.com forward slash repairs. And I'll introduce you guys to the software that Mike and I use in our own business to help determine our repair estimates. Okay. dpipodcast.com forward slash repairs. This software is amazing. You guys can get a 66% off uh, by going over and checking out that link to the software. Also, not only does it help estimate repairs, but it also will help generate a seller's net sheet which will help justify your offers. It'll actually generate a scope of work that you can actually give to a contractor in the event that you end up buying the property, but also a repair sheet that you can give directly to the seller. Last but not least, you can actually generate a contract based upon the repairs and the comps that the software will help you with all in one place. So head on over to dpipodcast.com forward slash repairs, and check out the software that Mike and I use in our own business to help determine those repairs because we all know it can be difficult. And if you screw up your repair cost or your ARV, one of those two numbers, the deal may not work. Check it out, dpipodcast.com forward slash repairs. Welcome back. Today, we are talking about the third pillar of wholesaling real estate. I love it, Dave. So what are the three pillars of wholesaling real estate? Help if me you out haven't here. listened to the prior couple episodes, uh, the three pillars are, number one, marketing. So in order to wholesale properties, these are the three things you have to do consistently to do deals. One is marketing. You have to have new seller leads coming in in order to do deals. If you don't, you're not going to do deals. The second one is making offers. So number two, make offers. If you're not making offers to those sellers that are coming in from your marketing efforts, you're never going to buy a house. You're never going to have anything under contract. You're never going to be able to buy a property. You're not going to be able to sell a property. You can't wholesale it mm -hmm. if you don't make offers. Super, super important. The third one, follow-up. It's as simple as that. I mean, that that almost could be the end of this just Follow up. You have to. Guys, uh, what, what's that sales statistic? I think I mentioned it in the last one. Yeah, here, I'm going to pull it up real quick. Pull it up because I, I like it so much. And I know you do too. It's uh, the, the percent of sales made on the first contact is so 
small. That it's just it's super super important to continue to follow up with your prospects uh, or your your seller leads rather. This is before offers. This is uh, after you've made an offer. Uh, after you've just spoken and they say I'm not really interested in selling. You just keep following up, Dave. Here, what uh, what is that statistic here that we've got? Let's try to make it bigger so we can read it here. So, sorry, I thought you had it. There I will. There we go. I'm working on it. Okay, so 48% of salespeople, they never oh, follow up. Oh, this is up. why it's so powerful. Yeah. I forgot the first half of it. first half is the best part, right? This is I pulled this up on the web, and it went to my page on Pinterest. Weird. Isn't that crazy? I just found the first picture that I liked, and it was me. <laughs> Interesting. 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. That's half, guys. 48%. All right, next thing. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and then they stop. So half don't even follow up one time. A quarter of people will follow up once. There's 75% of your competition. Gone. They're they're out of the game. 12% of salespeople only make three contacts and stop. So basically one in ten people... Are gonna make more than three. More are gonna yeah are gonna make well not even that they're gonna make three calls. Yeah, they're gonna follow up once and then a second time and then the third time that's it. And only ten percent of salespeople will make more than three contacts with their clients, customers, potential sellers in this case. So that right there shows you your competition. If you follow up once, you're doing better than half of the people out there. Get to the good part, Dave. Get to the good part. Come on, man. Right? You follow up a second time, you're better than 75% of your competition. So here's why this matters, right? And this is why the people that are doing all the follow-up are doing all the deals, okay? 2% of sales are made on the first contact, 2%. And half of the people are going are gonna to stop right there. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 75% of people don't get this far. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. So we went from 2% to 3% to 5% from first, second, and third contact. This is where it gets real fun. Mm-hmm. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. So essentially, 1 in 10 is going to take four contacts, right? But let's jump up to the 80%. 80% of all sales are going to be made between the fifth and the 12th contact 80% between the 5th and the 12th contact this is and what? on average only 10% make more than 3 guys Crazy. this is our secret sauce i mean this Dave, is the cheat code Dave, right here. Dave and i will tell you <laughs> neither one of us is a great salesman like i really i do not consider myself very good at sales I'm just persistent. Same I thing. am damn persistent. Yeah, just yeah. consistent. Calling, does, Dave does the same up. thing over and over and over. And again, that's just what we do. I mean, again, and we put a system in place that our assistants and our uh, workers, they do this. This is what we do. We, we just keep following up. This is what is so cool about this business, too. This is how you beat the competition. This is how you beat the competition. One of, one Absolutely. Of, one of my simplest and favorite quotes, because I, I'm getting, it's been a long time. It's been probably 10 years. But I ran a couple marathons, and uh, I ran 5Ks in high school. But it's the saying that life is a marathon, 
Mm, not a 5K. Not a sprint. Yeah, it's not a sprint, baby. Like, you have to keep doing this stuff all the time. So that's the same thing with following up in wholesaling. You can't just do it one day for three hours, make some cold calls, and you're, you're, you know, you're grinding, and that's awesome. And props for getting out there and doing that. Do it again in a couple days. If you're working a day job and you can't, you're exhausted, do it again in a couple days. Do it again in a couple days. Yeah, you this is keep... like our 215th or something episode, give or take. Like, yeah. Do it again. We've done it 215 times yeah, and here. To our, and to our five subscribers, we really <laughs> we, we appreciate you guys. That's right. <laughs> we, we really love you guys. No, but the thing is, though, is you got to do it over and over again. So when we're talking about follow-up, we're not just talking about following up with the person because we want to get an appointment. We're talking about following up on all aspects of this business. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. So we're going to follow up on the marketing side of things, right? When we're doing any type of marketing and we're calling somebody and they have interest, we're going to call them back later. We're going to make a note and create a task and call them back. If they have a lot of interest, then we're going to try to set an appointment, and that's what we're going to start to follow up on. So the first part of that is, you know, are you interested? Would you like me to make you some sort of offer? Come see it. Just follow up on that. That's a whole segment of what needs to get followed up on. Then there's the people that you need to try to get in the house. They want to sell. They've told you already. And now at this point, you need to make them an offer. Or maybe you've even made them an offer, but you still need to see it. And if you're doing this virtually, you need to get somebody else out there to see it or have them send you pictures, right? But you're going to be following up on that. And then once you see the property, you are going to want to send that offer in writing if you haven't already. And if you send the offer to them and they don't sign it, now you're following up with them on that. Hey, did you get it? Do you have any questions? Why haven't you signed it yet? Okay? That's the first part, pillar one, marketing. And there's actually three different ways to follow up within that. Mm-hmm. Okay? I guess pillar two is, is the offer part. So that's those two kind of go together, right? But then the last part is now once you have this property under contract, you need to market this property to your cash buyers. And that's really where the wholesaling comes full circle, right? So now when you have a buyer that comes through and they say, hey, I like it, I'll make you an offer, and two days goes by and you haven't got an offer from them, you got to follow up with them too, okay? Bunch of people come through, follow up with every one of them until you get an offer. Guess what? You're not done following up. Now that you have an offer in hand, in writing, you've accepted, there's a $15,000, $20,000 spread on your wholesale deal. Woohoo! Guess what? You're not done. Now you have to take all that information to the title company, and you're going to follow up with the title company. Did you get it? Do you have any questions? What do you need from me? What do you need from the seller? What do you need from my partner, cash buyer? And you're going to follow up with those two people now because they're going to probably need LLC docs. Or they're going to have questions about when they need to show up to the title company and how much money do they need to bring and what's the HUD look like. So you're following up with everybody always. And that is the cheat code. Persistence. You can't just make one call and do one piece of marketing and get an appointment. It's not going to happen. You can't run one appointment and get a deal. You can. It's just not going to happen. It's not. The odds are not in your favor. Let the odds forever be in your favor. I like right? it, man. Well, that's what They're I was not. thinking. 
It's kind of like dribbling a soccer ball or something too. Like you have to keep touching it. You got to like keep you, touching it. You've got to keep touching it. So, dribbling so, a soccer ball is a perfect analogy. Yeah, like literally, it, the get the se- ball from here to there. Even with the seller, once you have it under contract, and, and Dave, you were talking about this, then you've got it sold and you've brought the, the information to your title company. Now you have to follow up with all three people. You've got to you've got to follow up with the seller. Say, hey, yeah, your follow up. Did gets- you talk to the title company? Did they call you? Good. Okay. Great. Do it doesn't slow down. It speeds up. It does. It accelerates to get to the closing table. To get table. to the closing table. I love and that's that. the thing that I think people forget. They're like, oh, I'm, I did all this marketing, and then they'll do like one day of follow-up a month. And that's great and all, but you know, you shouldn't, you shouldn't block it all into one day because certain people need to be followed up in certain times. So, And this is where – Meaning you may need to call the one guy tomorrow, and this, and this other deal you're working on, you can call him in six months. That's fine, but – Certain things need that priority. And this is where it gets complicated uh, for me personally because my brain just doesn't work with dates that well. So I, when I started out, I started with using Google Calendar. And I think that's a great way to schedule your follow-up when you're starting out. Yeah, but doing more than five list, or six on there, it's just going to get real cluttered though. When you've got – well, again, yeah. it's however you do it's it. how you start, right. When you, when you don't have any – this is a free service. Uh, it's a great way to start. You're talking to a seller, okay, I need to follow up this person in two weeks. Just click on the calendar, put a little reminder, put their phone name and phone number, you need to follow up with them. Great. Take your notepad, however you want to do it. I think that is a great way to do it. Um, use a, a Google Doc even to take notes on each person. Again, you have to have some sort of way to, to track these notes, figure Correct. out what you're following up with this person about, for goodness sakes. Um, so again, there's plenty of ways to do it for free when you get started. As you s- progress... After about a month, if you're consistently reaching out to new people, get up to a couple hundred or a couple thousand people that you've contacted, it's it's unmanageable for me personally to do it without using a CRM. And a CRM is a uh, it's an acronym for Customer Relationship Management Software. Uh, and again, it just became impossible for me not to do it. So we started using CRMs, and they just changed the way that we're able to follow up. Uh, because you're able to create a task in there, assign it to yourself or a team member, and then that task is either going to get done that day or when they get time to it. Again, the important thing is not necessarily that it gets done on the day that you assigned it. It's that it gets done, that you get the follow-up done. Love that. Super, super important. Uh, the one that we use uh, pretty much exclusively now uh, is REI Blackbook, and we'll stick a link in the uh, the show notes so you guys can check that one out. It's a very, very powerful tool. Uh, if you click our link, I think they, they waive the licensing fee. There's like $1,000. Yeah, it's a great so deal. Check it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, very, very good. So if you need a CRM, that's kind of who we would recommend. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, when you're starting out, don't let that be a roadblock. That's not one of the pillars. The pillar is not figure out which CRM I'm using. Yes. The, the pillar is And not- that's why we call them the pillars. And look at it like a bar stool, guys. These are the money-making activities. Mm-hmm. Having a CRM is going to help you follow up more consistently. And it's going to remind you of your previous conversations. That's really it. Okay? Yes, it could have a million bells and whistles. And REI Black Book does. And we love it. And we use a lot of them. But at the end of the day, what happened last? Fill me in. And what do I need to do now? That's it. That's what CRMs do. They remind you and they keep you task for, you know, and, and oriented or focused, right? Um, so when it comes to follow-up, guys... This is what I want you to take away from this section, right? Simply, 80% of sales are made on the 5th to the 12th contact, okay? 
90% of people out there don't make more than three. That's it. Those are the two stats I want you to run with, all right? 80% of all your deals are going to happen between the fifth and twelfth contact. 80%. That is, that is almost all of them between the fifth and twelfth contact. And when you look at your competition, okay, 90% of the other people out there doing this are going to make one, zero, maybe zero, one, two, or at the most, three contacts. So you can win in this game and be successful if you master the art of following up. In fact, master the art of all three pillars. Pillar one, marketing to motivated sellers, master it. Pillar two, making offers verbally and writing, snail mail, fax, however the hell they want it to deli- they want it delivered, make it. And pillar three is following up relentlessly. Mic drop. That's it. I love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Signing off. Cool. Dude, that's a great ebook. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, please visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thank you in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and you get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.